0: Boy, I tell you what, you can't get excited about that. Come on now. Boy, I'm over there closing my eyes, not because I'm about to go to sleep, because I'm about to have a fit. Praise God for His power. Praise God for His love for us, folks. What a Savior. What a Savior. Take your Bibles, turn to Deuteronomy chapter number 32. Honey out of the rock. Honey out of the rock. Some of y'all need some honey today. Amen. Some of y'all need some honey today. Can I tell you, there's one place it can be found. Chapter 32 of the book of Deuteronomy. Here we go. Listen, I know you're ready to go now. By now, you got to be ready to go. If you ain't emptied your heart out yet, hey, if you listen, if you ain't gave that thing to God yet, go ahead and do it now before we get in. Right? There ain't going to be no stops. We're going, right? We're trucking. You better got that backpack packed, ready to go. Here we go. Deuteronomy chapter 32, we're going to look at the first 14 verses. We'll move as quick as we can, but we'll take all that God, God would have us take. Amen? Here we go. Chapter 32. Give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak, and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as the rain, my speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender herb, and as the showers upon the grass. Because I will publish the name of the Lord. Ascribe ye greatness unto our God. He is the rock. (laughs) That is a capital R, amen? (laughs) Do you know Him today? His work is perfect, for all His ways are judgment. O God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is He. You ever wonder? There you go. Verse 5, they have corrupted themselves. Their spot is not the spot of His children. They are a perverse and crooked generation. Boy, now we got to talk about the negative, don't we? Well, I tell you what, we got to get it all in there. Verse 6, here we go. Do ye thus requit the Lord, O foolish people and unwise? Is not he thy father hath bought thee? Hath he not made thee and established thee? Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father and he will show thee. Thy elders, and they will tell thee. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when He separated the sons of Adam, He set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is His people. Jacob is the lot of His inheritance. He found him in a desert land. Y'all, we got to pay close attention today. He found him in a desert land. In the waste howling wilderness, he led him about, he instructed him, he kept him as the apple of his eye. As an eagle stirreth up her nest, fluttereth over her young, spreadeth abroad her her wings, taketh them, beareth them on her wings. So the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. He made him ride on the high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the fields. And he made him to suck honey out of the rock and oil and oil out of the flinty rock, butter of, of kine and milk of sheep with fat of lambs and rams of the breed of Bashan and goats with the fat of the kidneys of wheat. And thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, I do thank you for this day. God, again, I thank you for what my heart has already felt. God, what you've already, God, begin to accomplish, God. God, I thank you and praise you for it. God, I ask now, God, that you bless the reading of your word. God, we know your word has not changed. God, we know that, God, what you, God, wrote for, God, the uh, Israelites, God, God, it applies today. God, your word is applicable to us. So, God, I pray we open ourselves up. God, not get involved in distraction. But, God, see what you've got for us today. God, I pray the lost get saved. God, I pray the lost see you today, God. God, I pray that you just convict their heart, their need for you, God. Not a Savior, the Savior. God, I pray if there be God one walking a distance from you, God, I pray they come home to you. God and, if God, God, and today if you told somebody to do something, God, I pray they follow you. God, I pray they don't put it off till tomorrow, but they follow you today, God. God, doing us what only you can do. God, we give you all the honor, the praise. God, and all the glory, you truly are worthy, Lord, of it all. Help us today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. We see here the the, the song of Moses. And any of you know anything about Deuteronomy? You know we're coming up where Moses is going to die. Moses is going to die. You say, preacher, here we are. We're, we're, We're there with last words again. Well, just about. I mean, we're just about there. Hey, but it matters, does it not? Hey, you know, when we look at what Moses has to say here, and really understand this, this is not what Moses has to say, this is what God has to say. How many of you know He uses Moses for His honor and His glory? Amen? And that that is a testimony and a testament for you and I today. You say, preacher, what does that mean? Well, when we can see who Jesus Christ is, we can get somewhere. Huh? When we can see what, what, who we are and who Jesus is, we can see what God wants to do with our lives. Amen and amen. Hey, listen, and when we surrender to Him, when He's in full control, hey, when He's got us every step of the way, leading, guiding, and directing us, what God wants for us. Now, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's go through this together. Amen. Y'all ready? Amen. Let's walk through this together. Notice what Moses has to say. Now, he could have said a lot of things about God, but what would God have Moses say about God? You see, that's what we're reading today. Notice where he starts. Number one, listen. Realize who God is. Realize who God is. What do we see here? What does Moses write? Well, first we've got the introduction there of giving ear. But I want to pick up in verse 3. Because I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe ye greatness unto our God. Greatness unto our God. Now verse 4. He is the rock. His work is perfect. Now we're going to break this down a little bit. He is the rock. His work is perfect for all His ways are judgment. A God of truth, and without iniquity, just and right is He. Now listen, if you've ever wondered who God is, boy, we see it right here in this verse. What does He say? He first speaks of God's greatness. God's greatness. Can I tell you folks today, we cannot add to God's greatness, but we can sure proclaim it. Huh? We can't add to it. Why? Because there's nothing left to add. <laughs> there's nothing left to add. But what we can do is proclaim it. We can praise Him for it. We can give Him glory. We can give Him glory. I wonder what would happen in the child of God's life if they just gave God glory. Huh? Just gave Him praise for who He is. Boy, I tell you what, He shows up in a big way. What else do we see Moses here speaking of when he speaks of God's greatness? He first speaks of his faithfulness, folks. What does he say? He says, he is the rock. He is the rock. Let me tell you something. That's not talking about pebbles, folks. We're talking about faithful, almighty God. His faithfulness, his perfection, (laughs) his perfection and his wisdom. His wisdom. Now think about this today. Are y'all ready? Think about this today. When we talk about the rock with a capital R, that's a living rock. Huh? I tell you what, too many people are serving dead rocks. Dead rocks. What do you mean, preacher? God created them rocks. He sure did. But God didn't create nothing for you to worship it. He created you to worship the Creator. The Creator. So notice what is said here. Notice what is said. I just love it. I love what I love. Don't you love the Word of God? I tell you what. If you ain't fell in love with the Word of God, you ain't fell in love with Jesus yet, huh? You ain't fell in love with Jesus. He is the Rock. What does that mean, preacher? He's unchangeable. Hey, he's unchangeable. Hey, you say, but preacher, what about my circumstance? Hey, preacher, what about what I'm going? He's unchangeable, folks. Oh, he's not left you or wandered away from you. He's unchangeable. There's somebody lost here today and needs to get saved. You need to realize how unchangeable God is. You need to realize how God's not going to change on every whim and every way. Listen, God's got all things under control. Oh, and He's not going to change on you. He's unchangeable. He's immovable. Aren't you glad to know He's unmovable today? Hey, don't you, aren't you glad to know there's no virus going to move God? <laughs> hey, there's no right. boy. There's no right gonna move. God is there now. Why? Because He is God. Oh, there's no one like Him. He's unchangeable. He's a, He's a move. Hey, how many of you know He's a defense? Huh? I tell you what. I ain't got to worry about hiding behind a bush with my God. No, He's the Rock. You want to get to me? You got to get through God. Somebody needs to hear that today. Listen you got problems. Hey, listen, somebody, you saved? You saved? They're going to have to get through God, get to you. He's our defense. He's our shelter. Hey, wait, listen, when I'm out in the cold and the rain, listen, boy, there's always home with God, ain't there? Sure is. Sure is, and he's right there providing the whole way. How many of you know our God's a provider? Yes, He's a provider. He's a place of refuge. <laughs> you can trust Him. How many of you know you can trust Him today? Boy, in the, I tell you what, and God will call you to do some crazy things some, in your mind. Call you to do some crazy things. But how many of you know when you trust Him? Folks, what am I saying? He's the rock. <laughs> he's alive, living, and well. He's not went to sleep on you. And whatever you're going through, He's there. Oh, He's there. He is the rock. He is faithful, Almighty God. Oh, His faithfulness. We could just sing of His faithfulness. Oh, how faithful He is. Well, you think God has left you out? You're here today. You're here today. Man, look at His perfection. Verse 4. He is the rock. His work is perfect. It doesn't say it might be perfect or sometimes it's perfect. Boy, that's just direct, ain't it? He is perfect, folks. What does that mean? His plan is perfect. Listen, we don't need to get involved in changing God's plan. We don't need to dictate to God His plan. Listen, His His plan is perfect. And listen, when you and I do something, and I love you, I love you, church. Y'all know I love you? I love you. But you know what? When we do something, it's typically got a flaw in it, don't it? Now some of y'all say, "Man, what are you talking to me? Huh? Hey, how many of you know? Hey, when we go out and do something, it ain't all right. But many times it's a mess, ain't it? I'm swallowing right there. I mean, whoo, yes. And, and, and how many of y'all has done something on your own? I hear that laughter. Somebody knows what they're talking about, huh? Huh? You know, we make a mess of things. Listen, our ways ain't perfect, but his is. His are. Let me get my English right. His are, right? His ways are perfect. I'm still in school. His ways are perfect. What does that mean? Somebody needs this today. You can rest in his perfection. (laughs) Listen, if if you're battling by yourself, why don't you just get with God? You you see, you ain't got to worry about getting with nobody else. You just get with God. (laughs) He is perfect, and His plan is perfect. Why don't you give it over to Him? Why don't you give it over to Him? He is perfect. Hey, uh, how many of you know He's got all the wisdom, folks? Huh? He is the rock. His work is a... Perfect uh, for all His ways are judgment. And God, listen, the God of truth and without iniquity. (laughs) Without iniquity. Oh, oh! think about this. We're talking about God's wisdom. He's the God of uh, truth. What does that mean? He cannot and He will not lie. And listen, the devil will have you uh, questioning and second-guessing God. You say, Preacher, why are we right? Well, first, we got to establish you understand who God is. You can't get nowhere till you understand who God is. Hear me. His wisdom, He will not lie to you. What does that mean? If God tells you to do it, it's for your own good. Yes, He's not going to tell a lie. Oh, but this world will. Oh, the devil will. He'll sell you doubt and everything else. How many of y'all know that? Sure you do. You've been there. Yes, He sure will. He loves to do it. But no, God is the God of truth. How many of you know He's just... Well, let me say this. Let me just say this. You know, there's a saying, don't put your eggs all in one basket. Can I tell you this? You can put all your eggs in His basket. Huh? Huh? You, you see, when you think about a saying like that, you, don't, put your e- don't put all your eggs in one basket, that's because why? The basket might fail. Come on. Y'all say, come on now. That's a simple little thing. Now. But, but we need to think about these things, don't we? You see, because we get so fixated on this world and what this world's got that we forget who God is. I'm telling you this. You ain't got to worry about a failing basket when it comes to God. Hey, listen, what does that mean? You just get sold out for God and see what God wants to do. Hey, his basket ain't going to fail. You ain't going to find a hole in that basket, huh? Hmm, that's who he is. That's who He is, folks. I ask you, will you trust Him, huh? Oh, put your eggs in one basket. He's perfect. He's without sin. Hey, let me tell you something. All these people running around here thinking Jesus had sin? You don't know the Savior I do. You don't know the Savior I do. Hey, he sinless. The spotless Lamb of God. Oh, sinless, without iniquity. Without iniquity. What does that mean? He's perfect. He's perfect, just and right. Can I tell you this? Ain't nobody. Hey, listen. God ain't never wrongly accused nobody. Come on. God ain't never wrongly. Accu- we might do it to one another. Some of y'all shaking your head. You've been there. But God never has. Why? Because He knows the truth. Why? Because he is the truth. And how many of you know he reveals the truth? He reveals the truth. Hey, you stick with God long enough, you'll gain whole, you'll gain all kind of truth. Because that's who he is. Oh, that's who he is. He's the revealer of truth. Now listen, that's great, ain't it? God is great. But I tell you what, with these Israelites, we see ourselves, don't we? What are you talking about, preacher? Now we're gonna see who we are. You see who God is now look at who we are. Now listen, some of y'all, you're going to want to turn me off right here and you're going to want to say, I don't want to see who we are. Well, guess what? Every now and then, we need a good look in the mirror, don't we? Sure we do. And if we, hey, listen, if you ain't ready to look in the mirror, well, here it goes. It's coming one way or the other. Here it is. It's by divine appointment. You're here, I'm here. And you know we're going to talk about sin. Amen? Well, we got five people who love to talk about sin. I don't know about you. I love conviction. If it wasn't for conviction, I'd still be lost today. Amen. Without conviction, no salvation. Here we go. Here we go. Who are we? Look at here. Verse number 6. <laughs> verse number 5. Wait. Verse number 5. Here we go. They have corrupted themselves. Their spot is not the spot of his children. They are a perverse and crooked generation. Do ye thus requit the Lord, O foolish people and unwise? Is not thy the father that hath bought thee? Have He not made thee and established thee? Now, here, let me tell you something. We've all got a sin problem. When you understand who God is, you need to understand you've got a sin problem. You are not perfect. He is. You are not. All right? Uh, uh, listen, Adam just did it in for us. All right? Well, Eve first, then Adam. All right? There it is. All right? Ladies, y'all, okay, there we go. They're not throwing handles yet. We'll be all right. But we got a sin problem. Ain't nobody like to hear about that, do they? But can I tell you, even these precious children, <laughs> these precious children, what they born with a sin nature, a sin nature. Listen, we're a fallen people, folks. Hey, why? Listen, uh, why in the world do you think that God sent His only begotten Son to die? Why would He bankrupt heaven? Why? Because we got sin. We've got sin and we're born with it. Some people say, well, I didn't do it and it ain't my fault. Well, guess what? You're going to deal with it. You're going to deal with it because guess what? The wages of sin is what? Death. Oh, I love that church. Boy, y'all on that like, oh, boy, that's good. Wages of sin is what? Death. But the gift of God is what? Eternal life through who? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, it's got to be dealt with. And God, thank God He had a plan. Thank God He still got a plan. Amen. How many of you know He's still saving people? Yes, we've got. Listen, but it's when we come. And listen, just because you're saved don't mean you still ain't a sinner. Let's get get good theology, right? (laughs) Let's get some good theology. All right, I know people, they think once they got saved, they ain't got no more sin. Well, God help you, I tell you what. You, boy, I tell, you, I tell you what now. I, listen, some people are looking real serious right now. I don't know. All right. I, what am I saying? I'm saying this. Listen, you got sin and I got sin. And we got to realize it, right? We see who God is. He's faithful. God's unmovable. He's unchangeable. He's the same yesterday, today. And guess what? I'm going to wake up tomorrow <laughs> with assurance. Listen to, with assurance, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. He's still the same. Yes, hey, when I take my last breath, when I take my last, think about it. Now think about death, nobody wants to think about death. I'm all excited, I feel the Spirit of God talking about death. Look, y'all, y'all scared, slapped to death, right? Listen, no, when I think about death, hey, guess what? He's the same, he's alive. Guess what? There won't be a moment I'll be without my Jesus. (laughs) I'm with him. Oh, can you say the same thing today? Oh, he is God. He is God, and we are not God. We are not our own little gods, folks. There are people who believe, and it breaks my heart. had a man tell me one time, he said, we're our own little gods. I said, listen to me. We're the created. We are not the creator. But I can tell you this. I thank God, my creator, my God, loved me enough (laughs) to provide a way for me. To be saved. Can I tell you folks. That's the number one pre for your life. Is to be saved. Number two is to be spirit filled. To be spirit filled. God don't save you then drop you. Hear me. Don't save you then drop you. I don't know who needs this today. I ain't got it written down nowhere. But I'm just telling you this today. Listen to me. He did not save you for you to sit right where you are. Huh? He saved you to bring through your relationship with Him. To bring Him honor and glory. Can I tell you this? There's some people, God wants to do some amazing things with you if you just turn loose of that control. Yep. Boy, that ain't popular, is it? Uh, I, I, t- I guess y'all got off the track, didn't yep. you? I said, God wants to use somebody if you'll give up control. <laughs> He'll do something with you you never dreamed before. I'm a testimony of that because this old boy sat right back there, right there next to the window bubble right there, about where you're sitting right there. That's where I sat, and I'd be as quiet as I could possibly be until God got a hold of me. God wants to get a hold of you. He wants to get a hold of you. I tell you what, I saw something yesterday. And my dear brother, boy, still got me on fire. Brother, I want to thank you for being obedient to the Lord. Man, who are we? Oh, we're sinners in need of the Savior. In need of the Savior. Look, uh, look here with me. And why don't we just ask ourselves these questions in verse 6. Do ye thus requit the Lord, O foolish people and unwise? Is not he thy father that hath bought thee? Now think about that today. Uh, you do realize that applies, child of God. <laughs> you were bought with a price. <laughs> you, we talk about the word of God being applicable. That's exactly what it is. He bought and paid for you, folks. Oh, what a price. Oh, hath He not made thee? Oh, do you believe He's Creator? Oh, do you believe that He knew you in the womb? Either you do or either you don't, but you don't believe the Bible otherwise. Oh, hath He not made thee and established thee? God has established everything. Oh, there's nothing that's been established that He didn't have His hand in. Think about this. Verse 7, remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask thy fathers, and he will show thee thy elders, and they will tell thee. What is in your hand today? Come on. The Word of God is in your hand today. Oh, I tell you, we, listen, we don't have to go around wondering. We have the Word of God. The Word of God is true today. Boy, I tell you what, if we can just reflect and remember the words of the Lord. Remember. Remember. Verse 8. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance. When He separated the sons of Adam, He set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is His people. And Jacob is the lot of His inheritance. Oh, you wonder how special you are to God. Why would he go to all this effort if he didn't love you? You hear me today. God loves you. Oh, how God loves you. Verse 10, notice this. Now listen, if you're saved here today, this is you right here. If you're lost here today, this is you right here. Verse number 10. He found him in a desert land and in the waste howling wilderness. You say, preacher, I, 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 I do have that testimony. It's just a, a terrible one. I was a drunkard. I was a drug addict. And then some of you sit there and say, well, my testimony ain't all that great. Can I tell you, if you're saved, your testimony matters? If you're saved, your testimony matters? Well, we got to quit playing games. If your testimony, if you got one, it matters. It matters. Notice this. He found him in a desert land in the waste howling wilderness. Here's the deal though. Even for you that's got a good... Hey, you you was good. You thought you were good. How many of you thought you was good? You know who you are. I battled for a month. Come on. Huh? But not good enough. Not good enough. Not good enough. And here's the deal. If you're in sin... And you were in sin before you were saved. Guess where, that's exactly where he found you. Huh? You may not realize it, but that's that's where you are. A desert land in the waste howling wilderness. Look at here though. Notice, he led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. Now that's what God can do. Listen, if you're here to save, if you're here and saved, that's what exactly God did. You know, he reached down. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. (laughs) Oh, only God can do that, folks. Only God can do that. But notice, it didn't just stop when he found him. (laughs) When he found him, I tell you what. Boy, somebody... hmm. He found him in a desert land in the waste howling wilderness. What did he do? He led him about... Oh, when God saves, what does God do? He leads. God leads. He led him about. Not only did He lead him, but what? He instructed him. Oh, what does God want to do? Oh, God wants to save, but not just save, but guess what? To lead and to instruct. Think about it today. Oh, but I love this. I love this last one right here. He kept him as the apple of his eye. What does that mean? That means He took, listen, took great care for Him. Took great care for Him. It ain't enough that God loved you enough to send His Son to die for you, but guess what? But then to reach down and to save you. Oh, if you received Him, He saved you. And not just save you, but then what? Lead you, (laughs) instruct you, and then what? Keep you. Oh, some of you need to plant right there on that. Keep you. If He's keeping you, He ain't letting you go. (laughs) Let that settle in a little bit. Why? Because He's going to take care of you. Somebody needs to hear today, God wants to take care of you. God wants to take care of you. Why? Because He loves you. Because He loves you. Oh, let's read on. Together, he found him in a desert land and in the waste howling wilderness. He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. And then you know what? It wasn't enough just to say the apple of his eye. Notice what he says in verse 11. I tell you what, I had to do a little studying about the eagle. I tell you. Notice this in verse 11. As an eagle stirreth up her nest fluttereth over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them, beareth them on her wings. What are you talking about, preacher? Not only does he provide, not only does he protect, but he also instructs. Huh? Anybody that has studied eagles, and now I know a little bit about it, not only do they love them and provide for their young and take care of them, but they teach them. They teach them how to fly. They teach them how to survive. Can I tell you that's what God wants to do in your life today? He wants to teach you how to survive. And let me tell you something, when He's in control and you've given yourself over to Him, that's exactly what He'll do. Oh, He'll provide, He'll he'll lead you, He'll instruct you, and He'll make sure that you make it. That you make it. Verse 12, so the Lord alone did lead Him. Now this is a key part, folks. And there was no strange God with him. You know, there comes a time we got to examine what we do. There, there comes a time when we got to examine what we're looking at. I ask you this Who's your God today? You see, we can't expect God to do great and mighty things in our life if He ain't in control of our life. If He's not at the center, and I, listen, we talked about this weeks ago, I go back to Psalm 128 all over again. Men, if He's not the core of your life, why in the world would He be the core of your wife and your children's life? Huh? Hear me. He's got to be the core. He's got to be your everything. He's got to be your number one. So the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. Now notice what he wants to do for the child of God. Verse 13. Some of y'all, did you get off track? Did you, did you get off the train? Are you there? Here we go. Verse 13. He made him ride on the high places of the earth. Ain't nobody got excited about that. You know why? You don't know what that means. You know what that means? God provided victory. I said God provided victory. I tell you, listen, that's what God wants for your life. Listen, and when God is in control, now some of you are saying, I'm dealing with some pretty rough stuff, preacher. You don't know the problems I got. You don't know how discouraged I... Hey, God wants you to have victory. What does He say? It's right here in His Word. He made Him right on the high places. I want you to notice the three beginning words of verse 13. He made Him. He made him. What does that mean? It was not in his strength, but in God's strength. I said it was not in his strength, but in God's strength. Oh, some of you need to just let go and say, God, do it, God. I can't do it. I need you to do it, God. Will you take control over it? Hey, some of y'all, Hey, you got to test. You, do anybody know what I'm talking about? Huh? God wants you to have victory. Oh, he didn't save you for defeat saved you for victory he made him ride on the high places of the earth what that he might eat the increase of the fields and listen it's great it's so great you say preacher when are we going to get there we're going okay we're going what does god do he pours out his blessings on his people but when you're right with god guess what he just pours his blessings out now notice this he always provides the increase notice what's next and he made him to suck honey out of the rock. You see, hear me. You've been, you've been, told, you've been told this forever, right? That, that God is going to pour his blessings out if you're right with God. How many? Huh? But you know what? I love this part. <laughs> I, you know why I love this part? Well, think about it. It's miraculous. Some of y'all don't believe the literal uh, word, do you? I said, listen, what, to suck honey out of the rock? What is so special about that? You think about the hard places of your life. Come on. You think about the hard things you battle. You think about the things that you go through. Hey, some of y'all, listen, I go to, some of y'all, you get cancer. You get that diagnosis of cancer. Hey, you you find out you messed up. uh, You made a bad decision and things about to get worse for you. You find some hard place. How many of you know you ain't even got to go looking for a hard place? Sometimes it just sneaks up on you. <laughs> yes! And you find yourself in the hardest places you've ever been. But notice, notice these words now. You missed this, you missed it. Notice what, hey, he made him to suck honey out of the rock. What does that mean? We also see the reference to oil out of the flinty rock what is that that means god can take a hard bitter place right would y'all feel better if i didn't look at you i'll just look at the windows i say god can listen by his power god can take a a hard place god can take a boy he can take that place you don't want to be oh and he can give you something sweet out of it folks (laughs) why he can make it like honey on your lips Hey, listen, you ain't got to believe the preacher. I'm saying believe the Word. Believe the Word. When you give it to Him, guess what? He gives it back, but it's sweet. Oh, listen, when you see that word honey and all, hey, guess what? We see a reference back to that water He provided in the wilderness. What is it? Hey, listen, what does He say? All that thirst come unto me. Oh, folks. It don't get no better. It don't get no better than being with Jesus. It don't get no better giving him, listen, the hardness, giving him the trouble, giving him the circumstance, giving him the situations that he can just, guess what, blow through it. And some of you are sitting there saying, I'm doing good, preacher. I don't need no help. I mean, I'm rolling. Guess what? You about to walk out that door and get, get slapped right in the face. I ain't praying it, but I'm telling you, it's going to happen for you, Okay. what are you going to do <laughs> hold to the word of God that he'll give you honey out of the rock and can I tell you it might seem rough how many of you have ever had a hard going huh well sometimes it feels like you guys will just go beat your head up against a block wall but how many times do we take that circumstance and give it to God How many times do we ask, hey, listen, you know, you you may think I'm I'm crazy. I am crazy. But I wonder if we just gave him praise that he could use us through that rock. That he could use us through that hard place. Can I tell you, you know what God does? He, He don't just, listen, he just don't make it where the honey flows, but it gets to everybody. Because it's a testimony of who He is. I don't know what you're going through today. I I don't know where you're at. But I know this. My God's alive and well. And boy, does He want to do something with you. Oh, what does He say? And He made him to suck honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock, butter of kind and milk of sheep with fat of lambs and rams of the breed of Bashan and goats with the fat of the kidneys of wheat and thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. You know what I see? Just an overflowing blessing of God when we trust Him. Everybody can swallow right there when we trust Him. And I do not for a moment sit here and tell you that it's easy to trust Boy, anybody that would say that today has lost their mind. I'm serious. But you're the preacher. You are to, boy, you ought to just say that it's so easy to know. That'd be a lie to you. My God's not a lie. No, it's hard to trust, is it not? But yet today that's what He's asking us to do. Can I tell you this? It'll be sweeter than honey when you do. Listen, I don't know what God's doing. Listen, I don't know what God's calling you to do. I don't know what God wants you to do, but I know this: God has made it clear for somebody today. Maybe for you today, it's time you ought to get saved. You do realize there's a real heaven and a real hell. It's not popular, but it's the truth. It's the truth. What are you going to do with Jesus? You going to sit there and put it off another day? How about what He's calling you to do to serve Him? Huh? Right where you are. Right in the midst of a hard rock. Trust the rock. (laughs) The rock. What's it going to take for you to trust Him? What's it going to take for you to serve Him? Can I tell you, it's up to you whether or not you do or not. Boy, don't don't let the devil distract you no longer. Not when God's calling you. Be obedient to Him. Trust Him. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Boy, this altar's open. If you Hey, it's time to move. What will we do with God? <laughs> what will we do with Jesus? I wonder today. Well, we can talk about it all day long, or we can just open up our heart and trust Him. What's it going to take today? Heavenly Father God, I thank you, God, for your Word. Oh, God, your Word. God, your Word's so true. God, your word is faithful, God. God, I pray God. God for those that might be lost in His place. God, I pray you, God, you convict their heart. God that you love them. God you've done everything, God, that they might be saved. God for the one that God needs some help today, and God, if we were truthful, God, we all need help. God, I pray we'd forget about ourselves and just trust you, God. Not worried about what we can do, but God, look to what you can do. God, did you bring honey from the rock? <laughs> God is only you can do. In the very hardness of this life, God, God, that we'd taste your honey on our lips. God, help us today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.